What's up, you majestic what the fluffs? I'm Tyler. And I'm Shorty. <laughs> and we are the, the Inner Idiots. Idiots. Remember when your mom used to tell you, they're not laughing with you, they're laughing at you. Well, here on the inner idiot, we don't care as long as you're laughing. Put your ugly kids to bed, down for a nap, whatever. It's time for the inner idiot. Yay. Remember, check us out, all our socials, Instagram, Patreon, Facebook, and Twitter. All with the handle, the inner idiot podcast. Do we have a TikTok yet? We do not. I'm working on it. All right. Kind of Maybe. little camera shy. And you hear him. <laughs> My lovely co-host, the Lord that's never bored, the commander of the comic book, Lord Shorty Fresh, in the flesh, two claps and a Ric Flair, <laughs> Lord Shorty Hoffman. That's me. I forgot my woo, but it's all right. Oh my God. I don't know. It's a weird day. It is. I'm slipping. There was it's no it. work today. You didn't work today? No. Oh, well, I guess because the roads and stuff were bad. Yeah. Huh. There was like... A half a line's worth of work for ten lines. So, oh, God. So I was like, yeah, I'm just not coming. That's that's horrible. That's awful. We yeah. had we had two-thirds of our shift last night call in. It was awful. So you were running, what, like ten machines? Pretty Almost. 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 We, we got pretty lucky in one of the other departments. Like, they shut down extra lines just so we could, like, stay running. The way we were and then at like two o'clock we lost some people because they got to go home and then at four o'clock we lost more people because they got to go home and you didn't get to go home no. you, probably, you probably didn't even want to like, no yeah. i stayed over till 10 show me the money that's right dude give me that money give me that green i'm down i like it yeah well let's jump into today's top five okay so i, I was struggling a little bit with today's top five I wanted to do maybe the top five things I didn't want to do when I woke up this morning. It's like, <laughs> eh, i save that for another time. And I got thinking, like, you know what? Let's do the top five ugly truths and lies of marriages. It kind of goes with something I got coming up in, in the next segment. Anyways, let's go with number five. So when a woman asked, do these jeans make my ass look fat? That is a loaded question. Because here's the thing. In today's society, you're asked... You want it to look fat, right? True. When we were little and our mom used to ask our dad that, his answer would automatically, no, honey, no, honey, you, your butt looks fine. But like now, a small butt is like a bad thing mm-hmm. and a fat ass is a good thing. Well, I guess it all depends on how you say it. Like, damn, that is a fat ass. And like, damn, girl, that's a fat ass. Like, those are two different, you know, I don't know. Comments. I took them both as, as the same. Maybe. I don't I'm know. Like, Maybe oh, I got, damn, fat ass. Maybe maybe I got a sultry voice. I'm not sure, but you know I have, I I have a good way of complimenting people. I suppose that are inherently insults. I'm not sure. I can't figure it out yet. I mean, it, it's a talent, really. It, it's your superpower. It's my superpower being able to compliment people or being able to insult people and make it sound like a compliment. Yeah, I have been told I'm one of the nicest assholes somebody's ever met because they didn't realize I insulted them until like an hour and a half later. That's their problem. That's yeah. Not they your came problem. up and they're like, "You're an asshole." And I'm like, "Why? What I say?" They tell me, and I was like, "Oh." That sounds you like didn't a catch you, that? Yeah. Sounds like a you problem, <laughs> not a me problem. Be smarter, motherfucker. That's right. All right, let's go to number four. <clears throat> I've used this one before, ages ago. Mm, this, this dinner, this new dinner tastes good. What'd you put in it? Now, what I'm really saying is, I need to know what the fuck you put in this so I can throw that shit away. Oh. Look. Well, that's a bad way to do things. I don't know. Honestly, it's the best policy. You know what I'm saying? Like, my dad always told my mom if food was bad. But is it? Now, see, with Reba, I can be like, yeah, this, this, I don't like it. Sure. But with past relationships, and not anyone in particular, mm-hmm. like, I may have feared for my life a little bit a few oh. times. Dude, women are scary. I, I agree with you. Women are scary. Oh, all right. Anyways, number <laughs> three. Hmm. What's a good one for number three? You got any? Uh, no, because I've never been married, and anything I've ever said in a relationship I don't think is a bad idea, because I'm usually pretty straightforward with it. 
I don't. I don't. I try not to lie a lot. Really? I tell. I try to tell the truth. Here, here's one I got for yeah. Your dick's huge. They always say it. I've never been with somebody and they said you had a small PP. Uh no. Never. Look, no. we all don't have. I tell you what. I tell you what. Like the oddest version of that <laughs> is like, I love the size of your dick. That is the honest version. Like that is the honest version of that. Like if a chick tells me I have a huge dick. I'm probably not going to believe her. Exactly. But if she says she loves the size of my dick, perfect. Perfect, like, yeah. That right there, that's what I wanted to hear. You yeah, but I've been told it's big so many times. Like, motherfucker, I've seen it. You ain't got to lie to me. Word. It's like average at best. Yeah. All right? I've watched a lot of porn. My dick is not huge. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm but, like, isn't that a, a, an unfair comparison? Um, like, cause those things would, are fucking, I would say in today's era where like, there's a lot of amateur porn out there. I would say no. I don't know if I was a woman and somebody came to me with one of them motherfucking porn dicks, I'd be terrified for my life. Like you want to put that where? No, thank true, you. True. You better true, go find true. a horse or an elephant. To put I mean, that you see some of these bitches, they start licking their lips and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Shit's crazy. Dude, that's gotta be painful. All right. Anyways. I don't know. Number two. I really should have thought this through better. That's ah, all right. All right, well, let's just skip to number one. The number one lie that married couples tell each other is, I love you. Because let's face it, once you're married, the love is gone. It's a financial decision at that point. I fucking hope not, man. I'm telling you. I've never been married. I somewhat look forward to it, hopefully one day, and I hope that never happens. All right, let, let me backtrack a little bit. Married life is cool, all right? But you got to remember, you can never stop putting the work in. No, true story. Which number two was, no, I can't tell you've put on extra weight. Anyways, but. Who the fuck has ever said that to anybody? I mean, I've probably been guilty of saying it before. Jesus. But anyways, here's the thing. You have to remember, once you're married, like, that doesn't mean, like, they're yours. Like, no. For one, they're never going to be your property. Two, mm. you should never quit trying. And you should never quit doing the things that got you to that point. Because what got you to that point was the most enjoyable of the relationship. Sure. Right? And then people get married and they're like, ah, oh, we're married. Why Why we got to try? Well, mm. motherfucker, you got to try because you want to stay happy. Yeah. But no, people are just like, ah, fuck it, we're married. Well, that's a lot of uh, a lot of problems in like, t especially today's day and age, like the honeymoon phase ends and everyone's like, oh, my relationship sucks now. Like, your relationship doesn't suck. Y'all are just comfortable with each other. You know, the honeymoon phase is like, you're still getting to know each other. You're still doing new things together. And stuff like that. Well, eventually those things will run out. You know, my mom and dad have been married for almost, you know, 50 years at this point. And they still do weird new shit all the time because that's they, awesome. Because they know that's what they need to do. And, you know, they still enjoy doing the old stuff they did when they first got married. And now, to me, outside of getting to know a person, like the honeymoon phase shouldn't end. Because let, let, let's face it, like when I say something that makes another person feel good, that in turn makes me feel good about myself. When they feel good, I feel good. And it should be reciprocated. Sure. So why should the honeymoon phase ever end outside of getting to know each other? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just people, people nowadays don't want to put in the work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. All right, we're going to take a short break. And then we're going to come back for um, how dating is like employment. Okay. <laughs> Dating employment, kamikaze style. When you measure employment, there are three groups. The employed group, the unemployed group, and the dropped out of the workforce group. The later group is the same as the unemployed group, except they've completely given up hope of finding a job and no longer are even looking. Dating has three very similar groups. There is the employed group, which are people who are married or in committed relationships. The unemployed group, which are your run-of-the-mill single people. And then there's the dropped out of the dating pool group. The later group and unemployed single group are the same, except they've completely given up hope of finding a partner and are no longer even looking. I'm one of those people. When people ask me why I don't date, I say it's because I'm selfish. 
I am too selfish, but the actual reason I don't date because in order for me to be in a relationship, I'd have to be with somebody who's willing to be in a relationship with me. That's the biggest red flag I can think of. If you want to be in a relationship with me, I already know everything I need to know about you. You're an idiot. So my vetting process with women goes something like this. If I meet a girl with a decent head on her shoulders, then I know not to waste her time. If she shows interest anyways, then I know my initial observation was incorrect. She doesn't have a good head on her shoulders. So the reason I don't date is simple. I don't date because I can't be in a relationship with someone who is attracted to me. I certainly can't respect them. Honestly, I'm a lazy piece of shit who lacks the willpower to change. A lot of men are like that. Women, on the other hand, have a massive natural will to change. And the man's job is to resist any and all changes proposed by the woman. I think you should wear polos. I don't wear polos. That's a hard no. I'm not doing that. But you'd look cute in the floor. No, I wouldn't. That's why I don't wear polos. But relationships are all about compromise. I can't argue with that. So if you get to choose how I dress, then I get to choose how you dress. And these are my terms. Skimpy lingerie, or nothing at all when we're alone, and a nice black polyester burka anytime you're in public. Hell no. But you'd look cute in a burka? That's the problem with women changing men. While you do offer some legitimate suggestions, the rest is emotionally driven babble. It's nagging. That's why women are at their absolute best during their rare moments of silence, and why women sometimes give you the silent treatment. It's a reward for refusing to change. Women's silence is music to the ears. That's the reason men love blowjobs so much. We already know you can't keep your mouth shut for 20 minutes, but the blowjob proves you can at least stop talking. The And thank you, Kamikaze Myers, for your beautiful dating employment. I read that, and I, just, I thought it was hilarious. Had to be added to the show. But anyways, February 16th, today's national holidays are, or worldly, I don't know. It is National Almond Day. Almond? Almond Day, yes. Did I say it wrong? Shit. No, I was just curious. I just, talk funny. I was just wanting to make sure I heard you right. I didn't know we were celebrating nuts. Yeah, it's always fun to celebrate nuts. Go nuts, donuts. It is Singles Awareness Day. Kind of goes with dating employment. I didn't think about that one. Eels, dog. Eels <laughs> is what I'm feeling. Uh, Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is going on right now. I think it started on the 15th. It's a weird thing to do during a pandemic. It is. I don't think they're celebrating it too hardcore this year. Have yeah. you ever been to Mardi Gras? Nah. Neither have I. I would love to go, though. Eh. And it is do a grouch a favor day. So after this episode, we're going to go do something for Camden, I'm guessing. Oh, a grouch. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what I thought you said, but it wasn't that. All right. So some historical shit happened today, and we're going to talk about it for okay. a minute. I don't know how historical it is. But <laughs> in the year 600, Pope Gregory the Great decrees saying, God bless you, is the correct response to a sneeze. Excellent. That was a long time ago. Yes. I still, like, so... I forgot who told me this. Maybe it was my grandfather. But the reason we say God bless you is because a sneeze is like expelling evil spirits out of your body. Yeah, I've heard that. But here's the thing, dude. Sneezes are joyful to me. I always laugh at a good I sneeze. I fucking hate sneezing. Really? Yes. I would slaughter a thousand innocents right now in the fucking middle of the street to never sneeze again. Well, God bless you, shorty. Yeah. <laughs> All right. February 16th, 1838. Kentucky passes law permitting women to attend school under conditions. I don't know what those conditions are before you ask. <laughs> I just that know there's so fucking ominous. conditions. That sounds so ominous. Like, under conditions, you're allowed to do this. Dress like a man. No. <laughs> She's a witch! <laughs> right? February 16th, 1861. Abraham Lincoln stops his train at Westfield on his way to Washington to thank 11-year-old Grace Bedell. In person for her advice to grow a beard to gain more votes. <laughs> I'm just saying, and if an 11-year-old advises me to do anything, I'm going with whatever the opposite of that is. But well, I guess in this this case it works. I mean, out. maybe if it's your 11-year-old. <laughs> yeah. God, especially the younger one. When she turns 11, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I would never take advice from her. 
No. Here, Daddy, drink this. I don't think I should. No. <laughs> We're all going to the mothership, Dad. <laughs> all right. February 16th, 1923, Howard Carter opens the inner burial chamber of Egyptian pharaoh King Tut's tomb and finds the sarcophagus. You wanted to say inner idiot right there. I did. I could see. Uh, no. I saw it. Any Dude, anytime, anytime I say one of those two words by themselves, I just... I. Like, I twitch. Yeah. Like, it's like one word doesn't go without the other. That's funny. Yeah. So, don't fuck with King Tut. <laughs> what was the next one? 1968, February 16th, U.S. first 911 phone system goes into service in Haleyville, Alabama. It's probably a good place to have it. Yeah. Anywhere in Alabama. <laughs> Alabamans be crazy. <laughs> Isn't that where it's like, what is it, the Henry and the McCoys or something like that? You know what I'm talking about? The two I, f- I thought the two- that was Kentucky. But it might have been, or Virginia. I thought that was Virginia. It might have been. I don't remember. I don't know. One of these, one of these hillbilly states. So basically, in Alabama, in Haleyville, Alabama, if you were sleeping with your cousin and your brother walked in and you needed to call 911, then you could do it. In 1999, February 16th, Alabama, man. They're notorious. Alabama, man. <laughs> February 16th, 1999, O.J. Simpson's 1968 Heisman Trophy is sold for Two hundred and thirty thousand to help settle a thirty-three and a half million dollars civil judgment against Simpson for the deaths of his ex-wife and her friend. Hmm. That was a fun story. All right, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I remember watching that case when I was when I was growing up, and like that we would watch it in school, and that really? shit was dark. Yeah. Huh. Like this lady got stabbed and her boyfriend got stabbed in a hot tub and we're watching this shit in school. Anyways, the last one I got, February 16th of last year, 2000 shitty ghost ship cargo vessel MV Alta washed up on the Irish coast near Bali Cotton by Storm Dennis after drifting across the Atlantic from Bermuda. Hmm. Neat. I, I thought it was neat too, man. Like... That's another one of them things. You hear a lot about it when you're like a kid, the Bermuda Triangle. It's so creepy. But then as you get older, you hear nothing else about it. Like, I want to know some shit about the Bermuda Triangle, damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a board game called Bermuda Triangle. Is it any good? I don't know. I haven't bought it yet. Oh, well, I was going to heard- say, do you own it yet? No, 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 not yet. But I heard about it like two days ago. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. I'm going to look that up. There's a couple weird board games that I've been learning about. I'm going to buy some weird shit. What if, what if you get lost while playing it? It's like some Bermuda- Jumanji shit. Oh. I don't know. I don't know how I'd feel about that. That would either be really exciting or really scary, or maybe both. Well, I mean, if it's the same, if it's the same time aspect, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like the first Jumanji, like it was day for day. You know what I'm saying? He was stuck in the game for you know 23 years because they got you know they just up and stopped playing. You know what I'm saying? And the second Jumanji, they were stuck in a video game and like no time passed. You know what I'm saying? So not a huge deal, not a big deal. I so. haven't seen the second one. Huh? I haven't seen the second one. Well, I think I, yeah, it's actually, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It wasn't like. Wasn't as good as the first one? No. And of course, I'm talking about the first one as far as like Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin Williams. Was there one before that? No. I didn't think so. Well, I mean, when I say like, when I say the second one, people like, isn't there supposed to be like, isn't there. Oh, there is a second one of the new one, right? A sequel to the new one. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're butchering the wording of this somehow, but I think people get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just because we're idiots don't mean our listeners are. No, 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 no. Some of them are. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. I know some of these people personally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're idiots. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take one more break, and then we're going to come back. All right. Bye. Bye. So I was thinking today, and I've always kind of lived by the rules of attraction, right? Like, like attracts like, and so on. Okay. But then you hear people say the opposites attract. And I got a thing, like, they really do. Because you and I are, like, the complete opposite. Hey, and we work so, well, you're short and got long, majestic hair. I'm And, and you're thin. I'm tall and fat, and I ain't got no fucking hair. <laughs> I was an athlete. You were uh I was acting. athletic. Yeah. But you were into acting and sure. music and stuff. Not me. Like I was just into getting laid and throwing balls around. Yeah. Which kinda go hand in hand. Throwing my balls around. Well, you know, you get yeah, it. I understand. 
But I just want you to know that I appreciate you, and I appreciate you for balancing me out. Unless we're on a seesaw, because then you're not balancing us well, out. That's a, that doesn't that turns from a seesaw to a catapult real quick. Real quick. <laughs> well, I guess it also depends on who the first one on is. Yeah. If you're on first, you're going flying. Well, I you would have to be the first one on because I don't think you could jump high enough to get on the other side. If I was sitting on it. Yeah, probably not. We get a ladder, step <laughs> stool. Boom. <laughs> I wonder how far I've always wanted to do that, honestly. Like stand at the end of my uh, seesaw and like have somebody else jump on it and just go back and forth. That looks like so much fun to me. Well, maybe we can uh, try that this summer. Put it in our summer project. You got it. Let's fucking upload a video and shit of Shorty flying 15 feet in the air. Yeah, we need to upload some more videos. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We we've been really laxed on that. Yeah, it's but, been a busy time. Yeah, the poor pa- Patreon that uh pays for our bonus content. Sorry about that. We'll get there. I'm trying to figure out how to do it. I'm hitting a technology barrier that I'm not sure about, so you have to bear with me. I'm trying here. Yeah. So how was your how how's your last few days been, man? We haven't seen each other in like what, five, six days? I know, it's weird. Uh let's see. The weekend was good. I cut down a fucking tree. Cut no no tree fell on you this time though, right? No, 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 no. Your dad no. wasn't there to put you in harm's way. Oh, dad was there. He just, you know, let me do my thing. But no, we, uh, there was a tree that was, uh, it was already cut. I guess we didn't cut it down. It was already cut down, but we had to chop it up and get it off the property. And the primary reason is it was a walnut tree and walnut is expensive. So we went out and got the free wood. All right, cool beans. And then we hung doors in the house. Like we got a new bathroom door and Camden, we put a new bedroom door on his, on his room. I still, we have one more door to do. That's it. We're done. Hmm. And That's a productive fucking week, dude. I'm always doing something, dude. I'm always I'm always working. But you I cut I don't ever take a day off. Yeah, I know. I take as many off as I can. I know. You know what? You cutting out a walnut tree reminded me of a joke. Okay. You've probably heard it. Maybe. It's it's such a good one. It's from my childhood. <laughs> we call nuts on the wall. Walnut. We call nuts on a chest. Chestnuts. We call nuts on a chin. A dick in your mouth. <laughs> Oh, I think I knew that one when I was like six. I think my dad told me that one. I was like, what's that mean, Dad? What's a dick in my mouth? So, I, so while you were learning productive shit, my dad was teaching me vulgarity. We are not the same. And that's the beauty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, opposites yeah. attract. It's funny. Oh. Well, my week was like, I, I took a few days off work last week. Hurt my leg, hurt my shoulder. Yeah. Well, they've been hurt. So I just stayed home and rubbed tampon juice on my on my arms and legs. But dude, it was it was really boring. I spent a lot of time with the youngest. And let me tell you what, man. I saw some pictures of her. Like there, you were posting pictures on Facebook and what have you. Yeah. And that was the most calm she had been the whole time. Her laying on the floor for no like and with no context cracks me up. I do not know why. I walked out of the kitchen and that's how she was. <laughs> like snow angel on the floor and she wasn't moving, she wasn't talking, she was just watching. So she what she calls her stuff is like she'll pick what she wants to watch, like Bubble Guppies or Paw Patrol or Peppa Pig. But then she says baby in front of it. So I know when she says that, I have to fucking turn on goddamn YouTube and find toy videos of these things. Yeah, toys. So she'll be like, I want to watch Baby Paw Patrol. That means I have to find videos of other kids playing with Paw Patrol toys because that's what she wants to watch at three years old. It's so weird. It is. It makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Fuck. It's funny. No, but just like the lack of context behind it. And just laying on the floor like a crime was committed. Like, yeah. that's like that's instantly where my go. Like, up, oh, start drawing the chalk outline. Yeah. Tyler yeah. fucking lost it and killed the demon. No, dude, there's, <laughs> demons don't die. I'm telling you now. If anybody dies in this father-daughter relationship, it's going to be me. True. But, no, did you see the one I posted today? So, my, my, youngest, my youngest one, for those of you listening, is an absolute dictator tyrant. And my oldest... Is like the most laid back, mellow kid ever. Yeah, she's a good kid. So we're sitting there watching TV, and she's sitting in the recliner, and I'm thinking nothing of it. And I look over, and the kid's head is hanging off the bottom of the recliner. Oh, I did see this one. I did see this one. Dude, she, I'm like, how the fuck are you sitting like that? You didn't do that when you were a kid? I don't know if I did that. But then, today, she's on the chase, right? You know what a chase lounge is? 
No. No, well, it's like a couch, but it's just... It's like the end of a sectional type thing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's laying on that on her stomach, but with her hip way up in the air over the fucking back of it. Like, goddamn, if I did that, I wouldn't be able to move for a week. The way she's laying on it. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I don't know. Some of these weird, like some of the weird positions laying on couches and shit are super comfortable. I used to challenge myself by playing video <laughs> games upside down. Now, see, I would do that. I would put my hands above my head and play like this, but I did it naturally. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think anything of it till somebody finally said something to me. Well, like, no, I, was... I would play upside down because then you're like your orientation of left right. and right up and down is skewed. So you hold the controller in front of you. Like the behind the head's easy because it's still the same direction. Right. You know what I'm saying? But upside down, your point of view is fucked up. So like just playing it upside down and weird like that, that's what really like. Oh, I bet. Yeah. That's what does it for me, dude, is like really fucking me up. And I really enjoyed the extra challenge. See, I just, I just don't like being upside down. Oh, 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 weird. <laughs> I hang upside down from trees. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't. I, I've never been a fan. Like you know, when you're a kid, you hook your legs over the monkey bars and hang. I was never into it. I liked the monkey bars. I yeah. was dope on the monkey bars until it came time to do the upside down hangy thing. Yeah, see, I, I did like, that. I did that in trees and shit. I would wiggle one foot in between, like like you know where like tr- two tree branches like split off or make a wire or whatever. Uh-huh. Like I would shove one foot in there, and just hang by one foot all the time. Ah, you ain't got ankle problems? No, I'm fine. Ugh. It was okay until I fell out of a tree and broke two of my ribs on my way down. I hit like every branch on the way down, fell like 40 feet. It just whack, 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 whack. You ever see one of those, um, oh God, I forget. It's a, it's an old like to- wooden toy or whatever. You drop it and a stick just hits like the two rods on the bottom and just make, it's a loud clacking noise. I don't know. I don't know. If there's a-, a ball? No, no, no. It's a, like, there's a two set series of bars, like ladders, and uh-huh. the, it's, they're staggered, you know, opposing uh-huh. each other. And you drop, like, you dr- take a stick, and it swings back and forth in between them. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that is. I'll have to find it and post a picture of it. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's one of those, and that's exactly what I did the whole way down. Whack, 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 bouncing between tree branches. Nope. And I broke two ribs. And I didn't find out I broke two ribs until three years later. How old were you? I was, like, 15. Oh yeah! You went three years break with two broken ribs. Well, I didn't know I broke them. I just knew my sides hurt like hell. Oh, and then like it no, got. Thank you. Uh, um, I was less athletic after that because I was kind of like nervous about doing shit. But then I got over it and I started running and doing all kinds of shit. And I started feeling some severe pain in my side. So me and my mom went to the doctor's office like two years later, and the doc's in there feeling me up, and he was like. Have you ever broken rib? I was like, mm. Was it a Catholic doctor? What? No. He said he was feeling you up. Get out of here. <laughs> He's feeling my side, making sure I fucking didn't, like, act like. He was make, He was trying to make sure I didn't break anything. Lo and behold, I did. Did they yeah. have to reset him? Yeah. Oh, I bet that was painful. Golly. Single-handedly, single the worst pain I've ever been in. Dude, I, anything to do with the ribs, though, man. I mean, oh, the lungs are right under them. Like yeah. the sides, your side, my sides hurt anyways. Like mm-hmm. that's the most sensitive spot. Yeah. Like getting kicked there is but horrible. It's, it's particularly this side because this is where, uh, like when they rehealed, they healed like, uh, the ones that broke healed slightly inward. So they're putting pressure on my lung. So my lung wasn't expanding. So I run out of breath really quick and my side would hurt from like my lung trying to expand fully. It sucked. It was rough. All right, yeah. well let's go let's go treat our lungs and smoke about it. Word. And then we'll come back for some uh some fun facts. I got I got it the opposite of fun actually today. Oh boy. These these what the fuck facts are going to be the opposite of fun. Okay. So we'll be back. Yay. All right. <laughs> Greetings, humanoids, goblinoids, and all the other oids in between. Do you like talking about Dungeons & Dragons? Do you enjoy listening to other people talk about Dungeons & Dragons? Or talk about any other role-playing games? If you say yes to any or all of these, join me and Autumn Midas on the Dimwits and Dummies podcast, an open discussion on our take on how to improve your game from the perspective of game master to player characters. Embrace your flaws and learn that everyone loves D&D. They just don't know it yet. (laughs) 
to stay on the topic of opposites, I got 24 facts that are the opposite of fun. <laughs> Number one. Oh, and this one saddens me because koalas are so cute. But pretty much any fact about koalas counts as an unfu- unfun fact. They're like an evolutionary train wreck. <laughs> For example, they only eat two things which are incredibly toxic. Plants, eucalyptus. Yeah. And their own shit. And shit-eating gave most of them chlamydia. <laughs> I did not know they ate their own shit. That's funny. It is. And it's sad, because koalas are fucking adorable. And I, I'm pretty sure red pandas and koalas, I have my own smile for those two sure. things. Eucalyptus is just, get some stoned. Does it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so, there's a little happiness in there. Yeah, I guess They're so. just sitting there getting stoned. Hmm. Alright, number two. That brain-eating amoebas exist at all. And is also pretty commonly found in freshwater ponds and lakes. Apparently, only four people have survived getting it in the last 50 years. I don't know what it's called, because there's not much context. But apparently, there's a fucking brain-eating amoeba. Neat. So that makes me not want to go near freshwater ponds and lakes. Well, I'm not a big fan of water in general, so I'm not worried about that. Alright, here's another water one. Okay. Scuba divers can experience a sudden change in pressure when swimming near pipes and will get sucked inside. Oh, shit. Doesn't matter the size of the hole. It's called Delta P. Worst part, someone else usually has to go inside the pipe to remove the body. <laughs> Notice they said the body. Oh, God. That's like some fucking Super Mario Brothers shit that just went wrong. <laughs> I want to know how the fuck he got down the pipes and back up them so quickly. And where the fuck... Like, I want to see the underground... What is the world of Mario called? What world is that? Is there a world? Is there a name for it? Just called the under uh, Underworld. The the whole world of Mario's the underworld? No, 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 no. Oh, um, uh, the Mushroom Kingdom. Well, the Mushroom Kingdom's fucking sewer system must be pretty fucking streamlined. Yeah, and or fucked because there's people walking through it. Yeah. And turtles and crabs and all other kinds of weird shit. Yeah. Goombas. Oh, fuck. Here's, here's a depressing one. Okay. I'm not going to do all 24 of them. I'm just going to do some of them. But you have a higher chance of dying on the way to get a lottery ticket than actually winning it. Yeah. that's That sounds like a real statistic. Like yeah. That sounds completely true. Yeah. I could totally buy that. Yeah. That makes all all kinds of sense. I mean, I guess you got to drive there. Right. And your chances of winning are like one in fucking, what, three billion or some god-awful number. Yeah. And what's your chances of getting in a car accident? Oh, God, like uh, one in like 5,000, I think. If I get in a car accident when I leave here today, you better give part of the eulogy and say he brought it upon himself. Yeah, 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 you got it. Rules of attraction. Rules (laughs) of attraction. Number five, when preparing a body for an open casket, the mortician will sew the person's jaw shut to keep their mouth from flopping open and place special contact lenses on the eyes lined with hooks, both to keep the eyelid from snapping open during open due to shrinking tissue, and to give the eye a bit more natural bulge as the eye tends to sink into the socket after death. Yeah, I knew that. See? Do you know any morticians? I know somebody who used to be a mortician. Did they hate their job? No. He actually enjoyed it. Really? Mm -hmm. Oh. There's got to be a wire loose somewhere. He's a weird guy, man. He's a good dude. Good dude. But he's a weird guy. Ugh. Yeah, that, that dude, that job. I enjoy. I honestly enjoy talking to him. He's a really good dude. Well, yeah, and super knowledgeable. But like, I feel like that's one of those jobs. Like, if you, if you don't believe in the supernatural, like I feel like, even if you're the most skeptic of skeptics, you've always got to look over your shoulder. Maybe. I don't know. What do you think about the supernatural? Uh, you believe in any of it? Eh. Eh. I think all of it originated somewhere. Sure. All right. Number six. Depends on what you find is fun, but King Henry VIII exploded in his coffin while the grave was being dug. <laughs> <laughs> the mess was cleared up by stray dogs. That's funny. I want to fact check that one. Mm. King Henry VIII. What was that, like the 1400s? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know either. I'm an idiot, so it doesn't matter. True. Number seven. In 2014, the CDC once found a smallpox sample that they had lost and didn't even know it. It was just laying around in some random storeroom. Like what? when, yeah, just just losing samples. <laughs> somebody had to see. Look, I don't know when that fucking sample was lost, but somebody better have lost their fucking job. 
That's some scary shit, dude. Fucking anthrax. Boom. Shit we don't even know about that just happens every day. Alright, number eight. There's a whale called 52 Blue that only sings at that frequency, meaning it can't communicate with other whales. It is nicknamed the loneliest whale on the planet. That's sad. That is sad. Poor lonely-ass whale. I mean, a whale's got to be fairly lonely anyways. He can only hang out in groups of a couple at a time anyways, right? They're all so fucking big. Yeah. And then this motherfucker over here, he can't talk to nobody? Damn. Right? They're around, and he's like, why the fuck is everybody ignoring me? Because <laughs> you sing wrong, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, ooh, this one's kind of creepy. Weren't we talking about people's teeth the other day? I feel like we were. Somebody lost a tooth, or part of a tooth that just got there. Yeah. Manuel. Yeah, okay. All right, a human tooth has 36 calories. Huh. 30. So if you eat it, it's good for you? I mean, that's pretty small for 36 calories. I don't know. I mean, 36 calories isn't a lot. I guess lot. it's a high calcium intake, which is good for your bones. <laughs> yeah. All right, a single, fo- a single female tiger killed 436 people in India. She is known as the Champawat Tiger. <laughs> Shoo, she must have. She must have been on her period. I don't know. Do tigers have periods? I don't fucking know. No, they have stripes. Oh. <laughs> I thought I was going to get a you're stupid out of that one, but... No, I just hate myself a little bit more. <laughs> All right, number 11. Apparently, these people are giving us twos. This one's from Big Tall Canuke. I don't know who that is. I'll give you two. The most common cause of death for tall people is a heart attack. Brought on by the fact that their hearts just naturally have to work harder than average to circulate all the blood through that larger body. Ha <laughs> sucks to be you, nerds. Yeah, die of a heart attack. <laughs> Left-handed people are most likely to die in an accident involving a power tool. Oh, God because, damage. Because they're all designed by right-handed people for right-handed people. It's a struggle, bud. Is it? Yeah. Are you solely left-handed? Pretty much, yeah. See, there's a lot of, like, I write with my right hand. But I can't really do anything else. Like, I can jerk off with my right hand. Well, yeah. I'd rather be, use my left. But, like, brushing my teeth, cutting my hair, like, all that shit, eating, mm-hmm. all left-handed. I've gotten really good at eating right-handed. I can't do it. I can't eat right-handed to save yeah. my life. But that's what I need to do to help me lose weight is just start eating everything right-handed. Maybe. Well, I was babysat by an old English woman when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And she was really big on, like, proper table etiquette. So, like, you know, like... Weird, fun fact, like, when you cut your food or whatever, do you cut it all at once? Like, like cut every, like, if you order a steak, do you cut it in multiple pieces and then, like, eat No, it? I cut it as I go. Okay. See, that's a, that's, the, the American, the American way of eating is they cut all the food at once and then eat it up and whatnot. Like, they do that with, whether it be steak, chicken, who gives a shit. Um, but the English way is cut off of the piece, eat it, cut off a piece, eat it, cut off a piece, eat it. And, like, you're supposed to hold your fork in your right hand or not. Yeah, hold your fork in your right and your knife in your left. And you just do that or whatever. And that's the only thing I can do with my right hand is, like, eat. That seems weird, though. Like, so here's the thing. The American way, like, the reason I don't do it is because I've noticed when I do that, the, the food, it gets cold quicker. Yes. And I don't I don't like cold food. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's meant to be hot, I don't like cold unless it's pizza. Sure. Because you can eat pizza after it's sat out yeah. for two days and not give a shit. Yeah. But that's that's, a, that's an English thing, an uh, English and American thing. Weird fact for you. I know. So you were you were raised by an English nanny? No, 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 no. I was uh, occasionally, like, it was a lady who went to our church, and she would babysit us every now and again. Like, if my mom had to work second shift or something like that, like, we'd just, you know, hang out with her or whatever. It that's was cool. That's kind of neat. Yeah. See, I had a Filipino nanny. <laughs> so I was raised on, like, Asian food. Word. And it was fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally done about that. All right. Number 12. This one's kind of depressing. Only one in every 1,000 sea turtles born ever make it to adulthood. How many? One in 10,000. One in 1,000. One bad. in 1,000. That's still, that's what, 0.1%? Yeah. Ha, look at that. I knew that off top. Rip. <laughs> oh, no. Romeo and Juliet was a three-day fling, not a love story. Yeah. I ain't killing myself for no woman after three days. I mean, three days. I mean, I wouldn't, but for one, that requires you to love somebody. Loving is hard to do. Sure. There's very few people in this world I love. At least more than I love myself. Especially after three days. Right. My kids were lucky I loved them after three days. Word. 
little crotch gremlins. Number 14. Loads of people have their ashes scattered at Disneyland. The place is essentially one giant haunted house. <laughs> I've heard this before. It's illegal to do it, too. But people, people still, still do, do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, number 15. There are at least eight nuclear weapons known to be missing. Wow, that's kind of freaky. Yeah. Eight? That's a lot. <laughs> like somebody like, down the street's got one of them. Like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't make me push the button, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give a couple more. There could be some planets swimming in the deep space without suns and even without galaxies, and you can't even see stars from their surface. Absolute darkness. That one's dumb. That that feels like a completely hypothetical. Sure. So, whoever wrote that one, no. <clears throat> Marlin in Finding Nemo should return... Should really look. I'm still stuck up on this last one. That one was really dumb, and I hate myself for even reading it. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Anyways, let's go to the next one. I digress. Marlin in Finding Nemo should really turn into a woman, and Nemo becomes the husband. That's what happens when the female dies. Huh. Yeah. That's, that's weird. Yeah, clownfish change their genders. So, like, even the, the son would change its gender? I mean, to be with the dad, that's creepy. I mean, I guess it's animal planet and shit, but... Sure. Oh, female tarantula hawk wasp. Do we want to hear about them? I'll listen to it. All right. The female tarantula hawk wasp stings a tarantula between the legs, paralyzes it, then drags the prey to a specially prepared burrow where a single egg is laid on the spider's abdomen. And the entrance is covered. Sex of the larva is determined by fertilization. Fertilized eggs produce females, while unfertilized eggs produce males. When the wasp larva hatches, it creates a small hole in the spider's abdomen, then enters and feeds ferociously, avoiding, avoiding vital organs for as long as possible to keep the spider alive. It sounds almost how I like get laid. <laughs> the whole first part of that, I'm like, I can relate. I can right. relate to this. Let me just get fucking stung. You paralyze me. I'll just lay there. That's right. I mean, whatever. Whales don't die of old age. Eventually, they just have the strength to resurface and slowly drown. <laughs> so, basically, you're like, oh, do I want to go up for air? Fuck it, I'm just going to lay here five more minutes. Alarm goes off. Mm, hits news. Next Dead. <laughs> Dead. All right. Mm. How many of these are you going to read? I don't know. I'll do one more. Um, squirrels will eat baby birds and horses will eat baby chicks if given the chance. That one was <laughs> dumb. <laughs> dumb. It was dumb, I tell you. All right, let's take one more break. You got a pull for us today? Yeah. We'll come back for Shorty's pull, and then we're going to wrap it up today. All right. time for shorty's pull that's right one of my favorite parts of the day excellent let's hear it <clears throat> all right so this is the uh future state swamp thing uh it's just real quick it's a two two issue little thing there's only two issues of it coming out or there's yeah, only two issues so far no it's only two issues like uh because future state is only like the transition between like um i guess like this is going to be a soft reboot or whatever mm-hmm. like every so often they do a soft reboot and a heart reboot whatnot um so is the current timeline, sorry, is the current timeline Infinite Frontier? Is that what they're going back to? Yes, that is going to be the current timeline. The in, okay. uh, the future state the future state is um a different timeline or how the timelines unfold. So like this is a possibility of uh, this is a possible timeline. This is a possible timeline. This is All a possible right. timeline. And some of the stories take place in different like different eras so like you have uh just the the, uh future state justice league takes place like 20 years in the future um you have um aquaman future state which takes place like five years in the future you have um swamp thing that takes place like a thousand years in the future um so this issue uh the swamp thing uh starts off and you see swamp thing talking with different um elementals and stuff like that because that's what he is essentially he is a you know he's an uh he's an avatar of the green you know all living aspects of plant life 
And so he's talking to these different aspects, and they all act wildly different. And um, Swamp Thing is giving, telling a story to you know one of these like one of these other elementals, saying you know giving them an education on the age of heroes and stuff like that. What we what we have read about Batman, Superman, and all those guys. Well, they're talking about if human life would ever come back and ever would ever like thrive again. And of course, Swamp Thing doesn't know. Well, they find a tribe of people trying to just survive. And there's one of the aspects, I forget, because they all have names and I can't quite remember them because, I mean, it's only two issues and I read this like two weeks ago. But um, it goes on just to show, like, Swamp Thing is struggling um, with loneliness. Even though he has these other elementals, he's still missing the interaction of... uh, others or whatever because there's only like five or six of these elementals walking around with him well as you're reading the story or whatever it's a lot of struggle with him dealing with um the humanity of what was alec holland or who was the previous avatar uh for the swamp thing and it's a really cool story because at the uh toward the end of it or whatever you realize that these other elementals are different aspects of his uh psyche so like whatever made him feel hope was this little elemental he named Hope. And um, I think one of them was named Eugene, I think. I don't know. I might be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. But anyway, um, it was like his doubt. Uh, The other one was his anger. The other one was his, you know, uh, the other one was his fear. And, I mean, it was just cool because he was battling not only, you know, um, the death of the world was getting slowly uh, frosted over and, like, an ice age was coming because of how distant this was in the future, and watching him, like, deal with his loneliness and what he was willing to sacrifice to see life thrive again. Um, there was a little bit of a conflict because, obviously, like, humans will always end up in war. And that was honestly one of the um, one of the things uh, his doubt um, brought into play. was like, why are we even trying to save these people? They're just going to try to kill each other and kill the planet. And he said, that's not our choice. That's their choice. Our choice or our mission is to save everyone else and the planet. So I've never been into Swamp Thing, right? Sure. So was he a man before he was Swamp Thing? Okay, so the way the Swamp Thing mythos works is um, there's always been an avatar of the green, which is the Swamp Thing. Now, they take ho- they take a human host that dies... And they use that body and its consciousness to create the avatar. Okay. So the avatar walks around and does the green's bidding. And not really the green's bidding because it is the green. Um, but Do he, they integrate like the two consciousses, the green and the, the yeah. human? Yeah. Okay. And a lot of times, a lot of times, man, one of the, one of the cool parts is, is, you know, cause they have, they have all their human like me- like they have majority of the human memories, their human uh like their mannerisms and stuff like that. And learning learning that they themselves have died and they are now fighting for a greater cause cuz they still get like they get this overbearing or at least the way I've re- re- read into it is like they get this overbearing will to save the planet or save others. And you see Alec Holland um which is the most common version of Swamp Thing really struggle with um, his humanity and what it means to be a hero and what it is to sacrifice, even though he is technically immortal. And that's where the comic book uh, little two-part series ends, is he is sacrificing his mind, his consciousness, because once his consciousness is gone, he then, he acknowledges that he is dead. So he, at the end of it, and there's a huge, like, fallout i i, th- I want to say it was nuclear but i can't quite remember off the top of my head but he ends up creating a tree um that helps sustain life because the whole world is being frozen over and slowly taken down so like all the plant life is gone if there's no fucking trees left no oxygen so he plants one last tree using his own body and it creates enough to where everybody can survive and these people create a colony inside of it and the last bit of the issue, he's talking about, you know, the life and death that happens. You know, people born, people are, di- you know, people die and people thrive. 
and going through all that and watching these people come, he talks about the overwhelming sense of hope he has for the next age of humans and the next age of what could be the Avatar of the Green. And that's one of my favorite aspects of Swamp Thing is he's always trying to connect on the human level, even though he is not. See, here, here's where you're great at this. Because like I said, I've never been into Swamp Thing. Mm-hmm. And now I'm interested. Good. I believe we were talking about that the other day. I was like, eh, Swamp Thing, eh. Yeah. And I, I've always loved Swamp Thing because I've always have a huge... I've always been a few... Uh, huge fan of like the macabre and like the weird and like the almost the depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been really fascinated with like uh, the old black and white movie monsters or whatever. Like if you ever watched some of those movies, I don't know if you have uh, recently or ever. Um, but a lot of those monsters aren't evil. They're just looking for you know love or a connection of some kind. Right. Or just doing what they're meant to do. Right. Well, I mean, um, if you watch Creature of the Black Lagoon, you know, he kidnaps a girl and, like, everybody thinks he's trying to kill her and all this other stuff, when really he just wants a companion. You know, same thing with Frankenstein's monster. Like, he doesn't know how to act. He's basically a child. He was just born. You know, he's acting out because everybody else is being violent towards him because he's big and scary and he's a freak. And everybody doesn't like that. Um, Oh, God, who else is there? Dracula. Um, he, you know, he has a high, higher understanding and whatnot, but he just wants the connectivity of, you know, a companion, you know, all these creatures, all these monsters and stuff just want one thing and it's, you know, love and compassion and to feel wanted. And, and because of their differences, they can't. Exactly right. And I, to me, that's one of my favorite parts of it. Like, I just, I love a lot of those old monster movies because why are these guys treated so harshly just because of the way they look or the way they act? whatnot or not necessarily the way they act but the way they were raised you know what i'm saying yeah and i feel like if we you know we as a human race could understand that a little bit better we would be better off yeah and that's probably that's, that's one of my hopes you know what i'm saying and that's why i love swamp thing is because he is just he's one of those things that is misunderstood people think of him as a monster and this grotesque creature that doesn't want you know that can't be human is incapable of being a human but yet he strives to just be that compassion, and even though it comes off like at arm's length, you know that's one of my favorite things about him, and I love, I love it. I might have to check that one out. Yeah, it's only a two-part series, and so. they probably have both parts at Comics yeah. to Games right now, yep. don't they? At Comics to Games, go pick it up. My favorite comic book shop. Yeah, it, I like it. It's dope. Yep. But I think that's it today. That's it, man. That's all I got. Shout out to today's outer idiot and contributor kamikaze myers you might be hearing some more stuff from him uh we appreciate it yeah and that's it that's it so in the meantime in the betweens time don't outthink your common sense knuckleheads cue the music we out Mm